Hey folks, welcome to the Baseball Rewind. We bring you baseball facts, stories, and sprinkle in game highlights and interviews about the highlighted player. On January 26, 1963, armed with all the increasing home run numbers across Major League Baseball, Ford Frick convinced the owners to agree to having the strike zone widened before the 1963 season. The strike zone will be stretched from the top of the batter's shoulders to the bottom of their knees. The committee hopes the return to the 1950 strike zone will result in a decrease in runs scored. Well, the results are going to well exceed the expectations of the committee. Um, in 1962, teams averaged 4.46 runs or four and a half runs a game. Um, and in 1963, that number dropped to 3.95, less than four runs a game. And it hovered there until 1967, when then it drops to 3.77. And then in 1968, it was like the dead ball all over again. Uh, the, the runs per game dropped to 3.42. Now, some facts and how that strike zone impacted things. The Cleveland Indians' 1963 staff would set a new AL record, um, and they became the first staff to strike out over 1,000 batters in a season. Uh, they were led by Sudden Sam McDonald, rookie Sonny Siebert, and Louis Tiant. Uh, and they would go on to set a new record in 64 with over 1,100 Ks. And they would lead the AL in strikeouts from 64 to 68 a feat still not matched. In 1968, we all know, if you're on a Facebook group, you're going to see a post about Bob Gibson in his amazing 1968 season almost every day. It's, uh, it's like clockwork. Um, and we know he had put up a phenomenal 1.12 ERA. Six other starters had ERAs under two as well, which was remarkable. Don Drysdale set a record uh, with the longest scoreless inning streak ever that year, um, later broken by uh, Oral Hershiser, another Dodger. Denny McLean became baseball's first 30-game winner in a generation. Uh, McLean was also the last pitcher to win 30 games in 1968, and he had a 1.96 ERA. Interestingly enough, McLean and Gibson will actually face off twice in the 1968 World Series, and Gibson's going to beat him both times that they faced each other, but McLean will win Game 6 on two days rest. But after the year of the pitcher in 1968, the strike zone's going to be tweaked again, and the mound's going to be lowered from, from 15 inches to 10 inches. And by 1970, the league would be up back up to 4.46 or 4.5 runs a game. Now, it's been long speculated that Frick, a friend of Ruth, increased the strike zone after Maris um, broke his single-season home run record, so no one else could really diminish the Babes' home run feats. So here's Ford Frick. He's going to be talking on Tops on Sports. I hope you enjoy that interview. Folks, before we jump into today's highlights, I just have to ask you, do you want to put 50 years of baseball history in your pocket. I know what you're thinking, it's not going to fit, but it really will because it's all in audio format. These are lost pieces of baseball history told to you from baseball cathedrals. They're, they're told to you by icons of the game from Red Barber, Ernie Howell, to Harry Carey. I get goosebumps personally listening to these games and even thinking about the interviews and what these players are going to share with me. I know what you're thinking. Is this AI? Are there bots? Is there some magic potion here that are making these things appear? And I'm telling you, they're not. These games are real. They were done by real people 
at that specific moment in time. All the iconic moments, the interviews, none of it's reproduced, none of it's AI. It's all real, but done again by real people. If you want to check them out, uh, there's a free intro offer. Jump on over to VintageBaseballReflections.com. And there's over 2,500 audio clips and games for you to put in your pocket, take on walks with you, hang around the fireplace and listen, put them on the porch, invite some friends over. However you want to listen, you're going to be able to listen in these amazing moments in baseball history. Use this coupon this day for a special gift at the checkout. I cannot see how football can ever supplant baseball as our really great national game. That was the voice of Ford Frick, Commissioner of Baseball, and this is Tops in Sports, a production of the United States Air Force. This is Kyle Roth, and today we're honored to have with us Ford Frick, who has served for more than 10 years as Commissioner of Baseball. You just heard him start an argument about football versus baseball. In a moment, he will explain. But first, this interesting message from the United States Air Force. Hand me that socket wrench, Joe. Here you are. Now you hold it this way. There. Uh, That does it. Start her up. Sounds better. Hey, like I was telling you, Fred, this Air Force recruiter is on a nationwide telephone hookup. Now, in minutes, he can tell you where you'll be stationed, what your job will be, and your rank. So you're really going back into service, into the Air Force? Yep. The Air Force has this special prior service deal for veterans of the Army, Navy, Marines, and Air Force. Now, if you have a skill they need... That's right. If you are a former serviceman, then you may have a chance to start over on a new career in Air Force Blue. The rank you will receive can be up to the one you held at discharge. Also, your previous service counts towards longevity pay and retirement. Naturally, you get 30 days annual vacation. Let your local Air Force recruiter tell you the full story. All right, Commissioner, let's talk about one of the liveliest issues of the day, the threat professional football poses today to professional baseball as the number one sport of the land. By its very nature, baseball must attract more juvenile interest than football because it can be played at an earlier age. It can be played by boys of different physique, uh, weight, strength. Muscles are not particularly a necessity. And, of course, the playing season is longer. You mean, Commissioner, that baseball has become a part of the way of life to many Americans? That's right. The first thing I think of is Babe Ruth towing his his way around the bases on a home run. Baseball is the young kid dreaming about his heroes and hoping to emulate them. And baseball is the kid on the Little League. Baseball is the father and mother of the Little Leaguer. The father taking off his coat and going out with a rake and a shovel to make the diamond. The mother getting out her sewing machine to sew a uniform. Baseball is a guy on the subway handing his daily news and turning to the sports page to see what Dick Young says today. Uh, baseball is hot dogs and peanuts. Baseball is the vendor. Baseball is so many things that are part of our way of life. Now, of course, the, thing, the same thing could be said to the degree of football. Don't misunderstand. But for a shorter span of time, you mean? Two months out of the year and in a very limited personnel. Not that football is not a good game. I don't mean that at all. It's a great game. But I cannot see how football can ever, in wildest imagination, supplant baseball 
as our really great national game. Well, Commissioner, you're, you're pleading a pretty strong case. I, I, I feel the thing very strongly. It can yet not argumentative. Good heavens, I, I hope football does well. I like football. There's room for baseball and football and basketball and hockey and all the team sports in this great country of ours. And when you start to pick a national sport, then the only thing you can do is talk about its age, its continuity, its tradition, and the length of time is played, I mean calendar-wise, and the number of people who play and the number of people who watch. And in all those counts, of course, you've got to figure baseball number one. Well, thank you, Commissioner Frick, for what I consider to be an honest appraisal of the situation, and I'm certain our listeners do, too. Thank you. That was Ford Frick fans, and this has been Tops and Sports, brought to you by your United States Air Force. This is Kyle Rowe. Tops and Sports is written by Dick Young and produced by Brad Simpson for the United States Air Force in cooperation with this station. They took the blue from the skies and the pretty girl's eyes and a touch of old glory's hue.